Previously on Dial M for Magic, the party made their way through the Night House, the observatory slash library in the very depths of the floating city of Kuru. And along the way, they encountered a sentient ooze who calls himself Optimal Slime, who promised to help and, and protect them. Well, not really prom- promised to help and protect them, more promised to go along with them. He cares about protecting the integrity of the library, which, frankly, makes him a paragon of virtue in any world. Having made your way through, uh, you actually encounter uh, his arch-nemesis, Gigagunk. And after a short battle, you're able to vanquish Gigagunk for eternity, or or something. Um, Unfortunately, there does appear to be some other creature somewhere within this underwater library. Uh, you found a pane of glass that was cracked, and you found some sort of gelatinous substance, which would indicate that a creature had passed through that way. So now our story picks up. You all have just vanquished this other ooze, and are now... I guess you're all looking for some sort of book relating to the war that had happened. Or relating to that yeah Yeah. i forgot what the mystery is that we're trying to solve yeah it's been so long (laughs) i have no idea Uh, yeah so for continuity's sake i'm going to record some options of what it could have been uh you're looking for a book regarding magic uh the party (laughs) is looking for a book regarding prohibition the party is looking for a book on how to focus on the family the party is looking for... Well, I was waiting for magical prohibition, which... <laughs> oh, that, damn it, that would have been funnier. Why don't uh, we have a note taker in this party? We're a bunch of... I mean, I was, and then I lost my notebook I was using, and so... a bunch of absolute just dickheads not taking notes. <laughs> you know, the funniest part is uh, my character does canonically take a bunch of notes, <laughs> oh, and I didn't take one lick of notes. My character canonically also always has a notebook with them. You don't And I to. had oh. a notebook, and I don't know what happened to it, so thus I just gave up taking notes. Re- really, it's on me, because I, I should... We're just a bunch of assholes who don't know what we're doing at any point. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> I know what's happening. I'm just yeah? letting you, you ask. Oh, would you like you to tell us, us then? <laughs> would you like Mr. to tell us? No, no, Jordan, you're you're someone who always pulls his character sheet up. Yeah, why don't you tell us? <laughs> what, what, uh... <laughs> oh God, my God! Fucking damn it, Henry! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Your false bravado can't save you now. Yeah, yeah that's right, um, baby. So what actually we were looking for, uh, fun fact listeners, is we were looking for a book that talked about the uh, phone and exactly what the phone does. Oh, our magical does. phone. And, and we're was trying to it? find out. Was that it? I feel like out. there was something else. I am too. almost positive it was something else because I thought that I gave no, you... No, it it's that and something else, I think. Hold on. I should I should have notes. Hold on. I thought that I gave you all like a you had a book already which explained what the phone is cuz that was one of the things that Ernest gave. Yeah. No, I I'm not saying I'm not saying that I don't agree with you because I do. I just I feel like there was something else also that we were looking for cuz I remember um hearing something about the phone. Well, there's also got to be a reason that the child came with us. The child um, okay. knows things about this city. 
so here's here's what I have in my notes from <laughs> for last time. Group guy does drugs. Magic phone question mark question mark. They're going to the library. Kitty is a cat. Trouble is Russian question mark. Can't read. Can comic books. Friend on ice. What does this mean? The whole ice thing. Friend in refrigerator. Isn't it cold? What? They kill people in very small letters. Interdimensional contact question mark question mark night house. Country person involved with Faye. Optimal slime. Thriller novels, romance, etc. Headed to history. Optimal slime fights with monster. Other figures slashed across chest. Ancient nemesis is Gigagunk. 15 AC. That's all I have. <laughs> so it's... We were looking for a f- the information on how to better use the phone. We figured out what the phone does, but we don't know how to, like... If we wanted to contact Gerald, which is what Dan wanted to do. So Dan was like, well, we can contact Gerald if we have the phone. Potentially, I don't and know so we why I would want to do that, but how... it sounds like something I'd say. The reason that he can hold this all against us is he's the editor, and so literally listens to all the things we say. We're really bad at podcasting, it turns out. <laughs> We're all very bad at this. Jordan's the only thing holding us together. Speak for yourself. I am a <laughs> professional in podcasting, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we only brought you as a guest because then you'll make us feel bad. You'll make us feel bad. You're scared. Yeah, you're scared that I'll. That's a joke, by the way. Complete joke. We get it. We get it. Behind every joke, there's a little. bit. No, 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 no! Genuinely, genuinely, it's a joke. Hold on, I'm just making a note in my grievance log. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna make a big note in my notebook saying they are looking for. (laughs) Okay, so I think part of that, too, was related to how, maybe how you power the phone. Yes. We needed the information on, like... Okay, yeah. so, Jordan, cut all of this out we so know that what the we phone sound does. smarter. Nope. 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 No, nope. because, because he I sound wants smarter. to make it seem like he's <laughs> yeah. the one that actually is paying attention. Where he's not paying attention, he just listens to it over and over again, so then You're later making your own us. cast. Here. So I'm paying like attention. Dummies. I Here. think that's the definition of paying attention. That's not paying attention. Paying attention is, at that the is. moment, we would, knowing We wouldn't what be having Here. this discussion if any of us had paid attention. And uh, here, cut so, it right here. They're looking for info on the phone. I've known this the entire time. <laughs> it's in beautiful, your notes, right? Beautiful. It's in my notes. <laughs> in big bold letters. It's a, take, big bold letters. Take it to There's print. A star right next to it. Right. So you okay. are in the night house. Uh, you're surrounded by bookcases in different states of decay. There's generally speaking the smell of the ocean all around you and the smell of damp. It's just a humid place, which makes sense. You've just defeated Gigagunk, so there's a gelatinous puddle where the artist formerly known as Gigagunk used to be. Um, (laughs) What do you guys want to do? We gotta find this book, y'all. Wasn't there talk of also a sea monster somewhere yes there was yeah i I, i'm sure it's nothing i'm sure it's nothing um i think that fisher is gonna start with uh shlooby roo uh sort of like (laughs) our old pal uh it's gonna start like uh scouring up and down i don't know i don't think that i don't even think that she really 100 percent knows what she's looking for but she sure is damn looking for it so 
Uh, Fisher, go ahead and roll a uh, investigation. Just roll it, and then I'll come back to you, and you can tell me what you rolled. Uh, what about the rest of you? I'm gonna just kind of do the same thing. Just try and look yeah. The are there any like the um? You know how grocery store aisles tell you just what's on that aisle generally? Is there anything like that above these rows of books that could be like, here's the magic books? Well, yes, and I think that was established last last session. But you've basically, you've gone through, like, nonfiction, fiction, and now you're somewhere in history. Um, and then there's a there's a section there's a section for arcane works as well. That's where we gotta go. Uh, arcane, everybody. All right, you nerds, find the book. To the arcane. I'm not gonna make an investigation roll because I'm real bad at it, but I'll point you in the direction. I'm real good <laughs> at it, so I'm gonna make an investigation. Well, now that you've said it, you're gonna roll like shit. I've also got my roll whenever you're ready. Yeah, Fisher, go ahead. Uh, I got a 12 plus 8, which is a dirty, nasty, stinky 20. Well, I got a 12 plus 7, which is a 19. So what? Sick, sick first rolls, though. Yeah, those are, those are, let's keep that energy up. Um, <laughs> You've so, doomed us. <laughs> so you kind of, you, you're in the arcane section. And what you start to notice is that there are books that are kind of just loose on the shelf and then there are books that are contained within these little you can't tell if it's glass or maybe ceramic but they're in these display cases that are sealed hermetically so the sort of thing that you'd keep like an antique in each of them has an ornate bronze lock keeping the case closed can can you tell what the titles are behind the cases uh for some of them you can but some of them like the case itself is sort of got grime on it so the, i know that the library in that we first talked to sent us down here told us this is where the book is so yeah did they give us do a they title? have like do they have yeah no do they have like a dewey decimal system is it like a mountain dewey decimal system yeah here though no. and, yeah i I'm going to remember that. It's a classic. Good one, Jordan. But I will say, if it's a Mountain Dewey decimal system, there should be a section for Code Red and a section for Baja Blast. Live wire. (laughs) It's basically organized by subject. So there's a section for magical creatures, terrible beasts and where to avoid them, that sort of thing. There's a section for magical components. There's another one for magical places, and that's kind of a section where, like, all around Bastalone, there are places that just radiate magical energy. So it's kind of an atlas. One of the books you see is, like, an atlas pointing out prominent places like that. And then you arrive at one book, which is on a pedestal by itself, locked in a similar case, except that it's got four locks instead of the one that most of the other cases have hey slime nerd you got a key for this thing my name is optimal slime and i was not provided a key to that case hey optimal slime i think that there's someone doing a crime right over there they're stealing books and she's pointing to the opposite way i am going to get out my thieves tools impossible very well i have a mission 
And with what is supposed to be cool-sounding footsteps, but in reality sounds like someone slogging through the mud, Optimal Slime squishes away. Yeah, you hear the sounds of squelching slowly dissipate into the distance. So, your deception has misled another gallant defender of the library. You can see the title of this book, and the title is Conversations with the Other Side. Understanding the Neo-Preconditions to Communicating with the Beyond. Yes, we're gonna become mediums. We're gonna become the Long Island medium. (laughs) Okay, I'm out. (laughs) That is what this book sounds like. But we're gonna be, we're gonna be like the the worst version of that. We're gonna be like the Staten Island. <laughs> we're on a floating island. We're the floating island. We would be floating, floating island mediums. Hey, this is like a cool like side gig we can do, like a side hustle. It's just like, hey, we'll use our magic phone to contact your dead loved ones if you want to send them a message. Yeah, let's avoid the story arc completely. And just be hustlers. Ah, the the Skyrim effect. (laughs) Uh. Who needs main plot when you can have side quests? So, who's gonna open that? (laughs) Well, I believe this this small child already pulled out their thieves tools. Uh, And Fisher does a fun little, like, uh, a little trick with the thieves tools and is going to try and uh, go ahead and go for it. Go ahead and roll, I guess it would be sleight of hand then. Um, This is, this sort of varies by DM, so I want to make sure with you, um, because I've got proficiency, do you want me to add my proficiency bonus, uh, given that I have thieves tools, or no? I'm going to say no, um, for, for this one specifically, no. Well, that's a nine. So... I'm going to be working on this for a little bit. It's not going to be working out for me. Um, well, actually, I'm going to. What you what you've done is going to trigger something else. Oh, so oh, as soon as no, 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 it's okay. That's it's so okay. Uh, what <laughs> what's going to happen is you're going to start using the thieves' tools, and the lock is actually going to change appearance in front of you. So it becomes a face, and the face says, "O T T F." F, S, S, what comes next will open this chest. Oh no, I'm not equipped for puzzles. F, F, S, S, Ot, F, S. Did somebody say poetry? No, not poetry is different than a riddle. (laughs) One makes sense, one is usually bullshit from you. (laughs) Here, here. Well said. Uh, is it like the letters are numbers? Like sometimes in math, people put letters in that mean mean numbers. Is it that? Treble walks up to her. He's like, "I got this. I got <laughs> oh, this." God. He turns. Oh, he turns and he looks at Herman and he's like, "Hey, Vincent. Uh, what's the Elvish word for friend?" <laughs> <laughs> what? The Elvish word for friend? Do you know? It's the Lord of the Rings. That, that, that Rings works so reference. much better that because Nate doesn't know. That's Nate, so... you don't know Lord of the Rings, but you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I don't remember. Yeah, that's so. That's so. That's so lame. Imagine not knowing the Lord of the Rings and playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I'm just saying this game is a rip off of Lord of the Rings, like. 
<laughs> Canonically, that's what it I is. I remember now. <laughs> it's been a while. O T T F F S S. What comes next? E. Yeah, does E do anything? The child has said E. Does that help? That is correct. What? And two of the locks slide open. With how many locks are there? Four. We still have two more. Uh, face on the box. Do we have more riddles or is that... Do we... Open sesame? Uh. Of course you do. Of course there's another riddle for this chest. Oh, God. Now here's the thing. And this is only one of the other locks speaking. Oh, no. First of all, I've got a question for you. Who asks but never answers? <laughs> oh, an owl. <laughs> That's correct. Hi, I got it. He goes for a high Red goes for a high five from everyone around. <laughs> Including the face on the yes. lock. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, you don't have arms. <laughs> and then there was one. Those of you who want to can go ahead and roll medicine. That seems ominous. Or, or actually, you can roll nature. That one might be better. Okay, let me roll nature. 17. Mm. So, ignore around, already done. Around this lock, there is some sort of reddish brown pigment. Can I take one of my claws and just uh, scrape it and smell it to see if it smells like copper? Wouldn't it be iron? It's like coppery iron. Yeah. Metal-y. Uh, yes, you can, and yes, it does. Great. It's yeah. Look, uh, 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 it's uh, uh, bl- blood. It's blood. Okay. Did anybody get injured in that uh fight just now? Before anyone can answer, you hear. The key is found within your head. Use it to paint me red. So we just have to go find some paint. You got um, you got to head both the lock. That's that. That was my okay. second. Okay. Don't worry, I got this. And Vincent immediately headbutts the lock. <laughs> well, okay. Um, go ahead and uh, roll a basic attack <laughs> with your head. Uh, I got seven plus seven, so fourteen. I think that's enough force to uh, draw blood. So, with a creepy gurgling noise, the blood is sucked into the lock, and you Ugh. hear metallic clicking. And uh, then one final click, and the lid of the chest uh, slowly rises and opens. Nailed it. What did he do? He just headbutted the chest and made he himself bleed. Head- headbutted it? <laughs> On the lock. He's bleeding? Showed that lock who's boss, that's what I did. <laughs> As, like, blood is dripping into Vincent's <laughs> mouth, like, while he's talking. <laughs> uh, Fisher is notably looking away from the blood. It's alright, he, he's a big guy, He's he's got a lot of blood in there. Yeah, I got plenty to spare. <laughs> if you say so. Who wants the book? And I go and grab the book. Give it to Kitty. Um, go ahead and roll a dex save. Oh, no. I had a feeling there was going to be more to this. Uh, dex. 
Let's see. Eleven. Um, when you move the book, there is a little... The book is resting on a pressure pad. And as soon as you do that, you hear in kind of a off-key, discordant voice kind of coming over a PA system. The library will be closing soon. Please make sure that all books are returned to their appropriate shelves within the next ten minutes. The library will be closing soon. The white zone is for the loading and unloading of passengers only. (laughs) (laughs) For security purposes. Fun fact about Bobby, I have always had a fear of getting locked into stores as a child and I still like have that that feeling of like horrible anxiety when there's like the store is closing in five minutes like even as an adult even though I know they're not going to lock me in the store and people as a child would be like it'd be so fun you could play with everything I was like no we gotta go now (laughs) and so viscerally reacting to (laughs) don't lock me in the library (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I did not mean to to uh to to read to dredge up some some trauma um Henry Um, is there some kind of like library desk or something where one would hypothetically check out a book I realize there's no one working here but is there a place where that would happen if someone was working here uh Yes, there is. And I would also say, you don't know that there's not anyone working here. Okay. Well, I I would like to suggest... I mean, we know that Optimal Slime is working here. I don't know if he can check out a book, though. Uh, if he has that ability. I got a library card last <laughs> session, right? Yes, you did fill out the paperwork. And I think you also updated your voter registration. Excellent. Good. Um, yeah, I, I would like to suggest, uh, hey, y'all, um, I got a library card. I, I can go check it out over there and then, and then we can leave. Let's do that. I'm going to hand you the book. Okay. I take the book over to the desk. What do I see on this desk? It's sort of a little kiosk. Uh, there's a record, like one of those card catalog tomes there's like a rack of those behind the desk uh there is a chair which nobody's currently sitting in it and it looks like it's got uh cobwebs all over it and then there's a little what's the best way to describe this a metal groove where you could put your card and there's a metal pad inscribed with runes which looks like where you'd put the book okay can i can I just do that? Can I carefully do that? Uh, yes. So you put the card in first, and when you put the card in, the metal pad with runes begins to glow with kind of a pale pinkish light. Uh, and then when you place the book on it, the light kind of flashes over the book almost like it's scanning it you hear a little ticking noise and a tiny paper ticket prints out, which cites the full name of the book, including the ISBN number, uh, copyright information. Good. Gotta know that. You have to make that up all... Yeah, you gotta tell us what that is right now. You have to have full ISBN. Well, I would, but uh, <laughs> legally I can't. No. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> They say, uh, I'm very familiar with book law. <laughs> uh, you should be. I'm no, uh, familiar with bird law. So there. Uh, 
I love that. I've never watched It's Always Sunny, but I have seen that bit a couple of times. Shit, it's me every excellent. time. I tried so, watching the, so the first... They're, they're so awful. bad. But um, it's, like, it's like Seinfeld for even bigger assholes. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that... And Seinfeld is already... Statistically, yeah. there are people in our audience who watch both of those shows, and Bobby has alienated all of them. I haven't. Both Seinfeld, they knew they were assholes, <laughs> and in Always Sunny, oh, yeah. the thing is, they don't, well, some of them know they're assholes, but some of them are just so dumb, they don't know that they're assholes. But that's not mm. alienating for them to hear from you. <laughs> it's so good. That's the whole well, good point of the show. Okay. Is that I mean, I, I think that's the draw. Right, I got it. So, do I have this book now? Um, You have the book. Also, there's a little, like, dispenser roll that gives you a book bag with the library stamp on it. Aw, oh, sweet. Yo, I got a bag. I got a bag and everything. You do see one other thing, though. Um, Sort of hidden in the shadows, kind of by the entrance, but you couldn't really tell from the angle that you entered the library from. There's a doorway that's labeled Chief Librarian. And the doorway is dark, and it's got a door in it with a little pane of glass. And as soon as that uh, the ticket prints off, a light flicks on in that office. Uh, hey, there is somebody working here. Uh, do you say that out loud? Yeah. You hear, of course there's somebody working here. I've worked here for... Years and years. Is this voice coming from behind the door? Or they open the door? Or... It's coming from all around you. Ah, uh, well, um, cool. Th- thanks for the book. Red says, looking around to try to figure out where this is coming from. <laughs> That's a lot of years. How many years? I've worked in libraries now for, oh, 723 years. That's at least more than three. That's a, that's a pretty long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is well, more than three. Well, you're not wrong. And with a... The sound of, like, when you open a rusty metal door where, like, the door catches a little bit and there's just that horrible screech, the door opens. And out hobbles uh, with a little stick kind of hunched over, is a very elderly mind flare. Now, I don't know offhand which of you would know that that's a mind flare, but you would see I a mean, creature ten- with a... A tentacle face dude is not... A tentacle, yeah, a tentacle face dude. thing to so. see. Um, the mind flare has a pair of crystalline spectacles uh, kind of wedged into his face and is wearing a very, very tiny fez. Red kind of takes a step back and goes, uh, well, well, uh, I, I appreciate, um, your work. I, I'm gonna return this on time for sure. It looks like you're closing soon, so, uh, we, we better be going. Takes another step back towards the door. <laughs> oh, well, uh, if you feel you need to, uh, by all means, uh, it's just, it's so rare to see people in the library of late. Fisher, it's good to meet you. Oh, hello, small child. And gives you a little wave. Uh, she's gonna give, like, a very enthusiastic wave back. 
You know, it's always so good to see the youths interested in knowledge. I love knowledge. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, have you have you met uh, Mister Mister Ooze over here? Because he he's, seems like he's um really dedicated to this library of yours. Oh, are you referring to uh, Optimial uh, Slime? Uh, yes, uh, he's an old friend, an old friend of mine for for certain. I I sadly don't visit him very often. I. I think that my devotion to books can be off-putting to, for some people uh, up there. And he kind of points up at the rest of the city. The uh, Fisher, you should get a library card. because I already have here. one. Oh. See? Now you can come back and visit this guy all the time. You I mean, I've, I've got a library card for, like, the 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 level that I'm on. I, I guess, they, is it, you like, Universal? Oh, of course it's universal. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if my parents would be super happy if I went down here by myself just because of, you know, the crime. Um, but, I mean, I could try for sure, yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, what crime? Crime what? where? In, in, no. in this library? <laughs> no, I don't think so. She, like, looks at the rest of the party like, I, who knows? <laughs> really? No, no crime. No, I, I, no. I think just more like outside yeah, of the around. library, not inside. Outside, outside of the library. Uh, yep. Yeah, but I. So outside I, of your d- d- jurisdiction. Yeah, slime, slime's no got need it to worry. Uh, well, yeah. people were like throwing rocks outside and stuff. Though. Your, shut Hit your mouth. The, the Mind Flayer's mouth drops open when you say throwing rocks at the library and slowly reaches up and removes the spectacles and puts them into a small pouch in one of their coat pockets. Well, if what you say is true, uh, and speaks a word... And the Mind Flayer's physical appearance begins to change. In a moment, instead of being this old, wizened-looking Mind Flayer, like the back straightens, the eyes become less cloudy, and the color of the skin changes from kind of a pale dark gray, or a dark, dark gray to pale gray color to being uh, a, like a dark blue with patches of green and pink around the eyes. I'm imagining an octopus. I know what a mind flayer looks like, but I am still imagining an octopus. Um, Just for the visual reference. With a loud yell, the mind flayer says, Wayne! And emerging from the office... There comes what you would presume to be some sort of zombie... Uh, a short little goblin appears. A zombie goblin? Uh, a zoblin, if you will. And Wayne is carrying a book which has been carved with red. Go ahead and make an arcana check. Mm, I'm so good at that. I mean, I have a negative one. I rolled a 19, though, so minus one. That's an 18. Um, You would recognize it as being... Uh, 
it's like a warlock tome of sorts, uh, but it's marked with uh, basically a symbol for the Great Old One. The Mind Flayer speaks again, and also their voice has changed. Wayne, give me the sword. Yes, sire, I shall retrieve the sword from your baggage. Uh, Red is still slowly stepping backwards towards the library door. We exit before (laughs) whatever's happening happens. We're all just slowly getting closer to the exit. Sire, I have retrieved your sword from amongst your valuables. And this little goblin hands over the sword that's made out of, like, some sort of matte black material. And you notice that there's not a lot of light in the library, but the sword appears to be absorbing light, kind of like a black hole sucks in light. It's the dark Uh, saber. (laughs) Ah, no. (laughs) No. I mean, yes, but no. Wayne, open the door. So, I, we can open the door ourselves. We're, we're just leaving. And I mean, all I, the people are gone anyway. I am I much obliged to you. Now then, I have a library to defend. And with the sound of, well, with a gigantic crash, uh, because the Mind Flayer just shoves over this, this uh, shelf of books, uh, strides out with this sword to the outer area. Uh, I I move out of the way of the door that I was just about at so that I do not get run over. Wait, wait, sire. You forgot your smiting boots. And the goblin runs after him, holding this pair of shoes in the air. You are joined now by Optimal Slime. And the first thing that he does is he points at you, Fisher, and says, I was not able to locate any assailants within the library. Oh, no. But I did locate this. And he holds up a book, which he has put into, like, a a plastic evidence bag. This book was overdue 22 (laughs) years ago. That's the worst crime of them all, really. Unforgivable. But it's, if it's... Punishable by, never mind. If it's in, in the uh, library, wouldn't that mean it's not o- overdue because it's been here the whole time? And n- No, it has to go through the system. And nobody you know? you checked to, like, it back turn in. It back in. So- Ordinarily, small cat, you would be correct. But look here. <clears throat> and he opens the book. It doesn't even belong to this library. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Fisher is furiously taking notes right now. Um, I would like to just peek out the door of the library to see what's happening with uh, the Mind Flayer. The Mind Flayer uh, is, seems to be having trouble actually opening the door to the library. Um, Does he not have hands? Well, he's holding a sword and he's trying to figure out how to open because it's like a heavy door. So he's like, do I put down the sword? To, to... It's kind of struggling a little bit. Like when you come home and you have both your arms full of groceries and you're trying to manipulate yeah, the knob. Ex- <laughs> That's an excellent analogy. That's exactly what's going on. I see that you have met the chief librarian. 
He is quite the avid protector of knowledge. He's a he's a dedicated fellow. That's that's for sure. What was that guy's name? He's gone by many names over the years. The book eater, the knowledge whisperer. Now he simply goes by Greg. I don't know how, but I knew it was going to be Greg. Did you pick <laughs> names of my relatives on purpose? It was Greg or Kevin. Mm-hmm. I well, I thought it was going to be. I thought I would say Chad uh, initially. All right, let's quit farting around and get out of here. I'm going to open the door for the mic. Uh, yeah, Red the library is, is like not a place for flatulence. Assist the I mean, uh, mind flare in opening the door. As long as they're silent, it should be fine. <laughs> that may be, but still, they corrupt the air. It's uh, it's been really nice to get to know you, uh, but we we should probably like. Get going. Very well. Yeah, I, I just squeeze past the mind flayer in the doorway, like, uh, I'll, I'll see you in, uh, uh. I'm picturing you, like, like the mind flayer struggling with the door, and Red walks over and, like, opens the door, walks out, and then closes it before <laughs> the mind flayer can, like, walk out. He's like, no! <laughs> no, he's being a polite southern gentleman. He holds the door open for the mind flayer. Thank you for opening this door. You're welcome. This is uh, due in five days. The next time you return, there will be no more crime. Uh, All right. Uh, Uh, I'm worried this man is going to kill everything down here. (laughs) But that's, that's just me. I don't know, he seems to have some morals about who he does and doesn't kill. Maybe if everyone sees him, they will know that they shouldn't throw rocks, and then they won't die. He's a watchful guardian, a silent protector, a Greg Knight. Okay, opt- optimal Slime is going to say one more thing before you all leave. Thank you for your assistance in vanquishing my age-old nemesis. Too long has he spent putting mildew on usable books. Sadly, I don't know how much longer this library will be accessible. Every year and every month the city sinks a little bit further into the waves. But with funding from viewers like you, we can fix up this library again. At this point, he's also not even looking at any of you. He's addressing the middle distance. Almost as if looking at the audience. Almost as if. As if there were a fourth wall just right there. What they really need is just a big laminator. (laughs) (laughs) That should save the library. Just just the whole library. Not each book individually. Just the whole... The whole library is laminated. Have you thought about starting, like, a GoFundMe? I heard those are pretty popular. You can maybe make, like, 500 bucks if you do that to save the library. $500? Hmm. I could get at least one book with $500. Indeed you could. And you know that the knowledge within is priceless. Maybe y'all could just move the library up. Yeah, why don't you just like take it, pick up the library and move it somewhere else? 
And I suppose I should also try not being sad when I'm sad. Yes. <laughs> See, you get it. <laughs> well then, I see where your values lie. I will escort you to the upper levels. I will escort you up there, and our professional partnership will end. I wish you all the best. Yeah, good good luck on your mental health journey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my therapist said something similar. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a paladin now, so I I, I uh, I'm getting better at emotional intelligence. What about regular intelligence? No, it's still pretty bad on that one. Okay, that's that's about what I figured. Okay. Um, unless there's anything else that you guys would like to do, uh, you can proceed to the staircase and exit this bottom level. Great. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, as you're just about to round the bend heading up the stairs, you hear the sound of metal ringing on stone. And... Somebody going, oh shit, it's Greg! (laughs) (laughs) And with the sound of, oh shit, it's Greg, ringing in your ears, you ascend. Out, out of the library and into the city of Kuru once again. We should probably make sure that this small child gets home safely. I'm not really sure why we brought a small child on this dangerous adventure in the first place. What do you mean, dangerous adventure? This has been the most fun game I've ever played. Uh, she she knew about uh, libraries was the main thing. Also, I, 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 I don't think we brought her. I think she, she brought herself and her meddling dog, too. I think you probably have a really great future ahead of you um but maybe just learn to it's sometimes it's better to be not seen or heard when we're when you you're trying to investigate something maybe work on keeping yourself follow profile you know what i mean Miss Kitty, I have no clue what you're saying to me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Kitty. So cute. I I really do think you're on to something, but maybe just... Learn to shut the fuck up, maybe. That might help you. <laughs> Her face falls. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, uh, uh, um, you're very smart and very observant and very, you have an eye for detail that many other people don't. But it's usually our mouths that get us into trouble. Just look at these assholes behind me. <laughs> I haven't gotten into trouble yet. You think I should shut the F up? <laughs> no, I was just worried Greg was going to kill us all when we were talking about the crime thing that you brought up. And now he might be murdering a bunch of people. And uh, Fisher, don't listen to her. 
running my mouth has never gotten me into trouble ever in my life. How many times <laughs> have you been in jail? She says as you she's getting pushed jail? away. <laughs> Red starts trying to distract the child with his like little slingshot by like hitting cans off of walls. I thought you were gonna give the child like one of those ping pong paddles with the ball that's attached to it. <laughs> oh, like, man, if I had go one. play with this toy. If I had well, one. Well, I mean, to be fair, I, I, I honestly, it's very possible I probably have one just on me because my dad is <laughs> a fucking toy shop. It's like what you do when you're nervous. It's like your nervous tick as you pull out the, <laughs> the paddle with the ball and you're just like, I'm going to jail? What? <laughs> one other thing, too, since you're now kind of in the main square area, Optimal Slime is still next to you and kind of witnessing this conversation and he says... I was not aware that you often strayed to the wrong side of the law. Only him. Oh, no, that's, that's only this guy. He's paid for it, for sure. It, um, yeah, he died recently, so... Um, what? It, he's back now. It's fine. Is that so? I think he actually might have told me this already. Never mind. <laughs> back and better than ever, baby. Is that so, goat man? <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely did die i would hope so you see this sword and he points to his sword yeah if you're lying to me you're going to pay a debt to my sword because my sword is named society i've owed the debt to society for a long time i'm thinking we should all just take a nap we could all use a nap to be your solution a lot (laughs) <laughs> I I just it it seems like we all should uh, just cool down a little bit. No, optimal slime. I I I did the crime and I paid the time. Um, and then his so I I'm I'm square with uh, Uncle Sam. Oh, what's this versions of Uncle Sam? So also, like Uncle, Uncle Sam is not the person Uncle who puts you in jail. <laughs> Uncle Greg puts you in jail. The jail of death. Aunt, Aunt Greg. <laughs> Doesn't Uncle Greg just murder people for throwing rocks? Yeah, that's that jail is death. At a building? Not even at people yeah. at a building. Not just any building though. The library. I'll just like pat Fisher on the head again, but like farther away. And be like, I didn't I just I I was like you. I just I I I, I just uh, You're going to have a great life. And I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings, and just... Yeah, Kitty's life is going great so far, so... It was before I met you people. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so not upset by that anymore. It's almost like you have the memory of a goldfish. That, thank you. That is exactly what I was going for. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I've been fucking begging for someone to bring that up. Oh, I can leave now. I'm good. I'm out. Bye, guys. It's time for our probably not weekly segment, The Villainous Interlude. Act one, scene one. The camera pans from the city of Kuru over to the city of New Bastalone. It's during a massive rainstorm. In a tall tower overlooking the abbey, there is a gathering of chapter leadership from all corners of Bastalone. It would seem that 
Shinston Molehill is running for mayor. We must ensure that he wins. Yes, of course, he's a useful figurehead. Perfect for keeping the population in line. Father Typhurion, have you completed your investigation of the break-in? Yes, we have we've completed our investigation. Uh, and unfortunately, although Abaddon lost the uh, lost its foster child, it is expected to make a full emotional recovery. Hmm. We also uh, completed our investigation of the hobgoblin's body, and it appears to be linked to a group of dissidents known to operate on the west side of the city. We have dispatched one of our infiltrators to find out more. Very good, very good. Uh, can we get a report from uh, number seven? You know, uh, we had a run-in with those people, and uh, near as we can tell, they've gone to ground. Uh, I have not been able to locate them after the incident on the dock. Uh, we will continue searching, of course, but uh, no ideas whatsoever where they've gotten to. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're in charge of investigations. You're definitely the person qualified to be doing this. The sound of a door booming open. In, in steps the, uh, the Commandant of Nur, the prison fortress, accompanied by a pair of tamed slods. I'm afraid that our prison has been raided by members of the Clovenhoof Coalition, led by the Satyr Bandit Lord. Finally, we must have a report from, uh, from our scientist, Dr. Strangetusk. Can you give a report on Operation Porcelain Doll? Well, after significant testing, uh, we've been able to send someone back in time about 35 years. And it would seem apparent that uh, with some further perfection, we should be able to go back the full 40. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dial M for Magic. We were so excited to be joined by Ambrosia, and we were excited to close out that arc. I don't think this will be the last time we see Fisher Bryce, so I'm looking forward to seeing what more we have in store with that. The rest of the cast, as always, was Jordan Fugit as Treble. Herman Cranberry was voiced by Nathan Pierce. Bobby K. Kuffner was the voice of Kitty Bradley. And Dan Rogland was the voice of Red. Our esteemed Dungeon Master was Henry Rogland. If you like what we've been doing and want to see more content, we're really excited for some new stuff that we have coming out. We're about to hit our year anniversary, and we have some really exciting announcements coming up with that. So make sure to follow our Twitter at M4MagicCast, or our Instagram at dial underscore M underscore podcast. The next episode will be coming at you May 26th. We look forward to seeing you then.